Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Ask Annie podcast. And uh, I'm joined as always by our resident expert, Annie. How are you this morning, Annie? I'm doing great. Thanks, Phil. Good to hear. And my goodness, we're Halloween today, Thanksgiving <laughs> around the corner, Christmas around the corner from Thanksgiving. Um, and it's an important time to be thinking about cash flow strategies. Um, so that's going to be our topic today. And for those of you just joining us for the first time, a word or two about Annie. Annie uh, became a certified CPA in 1995. And after working for such notable firms as Arthur Anderson and HR Block, Annie founded Atlanta, Atlantis Accounting in 2006. And for 16 plus years, um, her firm has provided comprehensive accounting, tax strategy, and financial planning services to a broad array of companies. Annie herself brings decades of experience and expertise to the equation, and we're going to pick your brain this morning. Annie, I hope you're ready. I'm more than ready. I'm here for you. <laughs> so, you know, those of you who have uh, uh, listened to our podcast, you know that we focus on small and medium businesses and trying to provide tips to them how to best approach the various important financial scenarios that they face, cash flow being probably the most important. And while it might seem like a simple equation, you know, cash in, cash out kind of thing, and if I have money left, then, then I'm profitable, there are many more factors that go into it. So, Annie, cash flow being the foundation of every business, um, what's your first set of advice for folks in terms of managing their cash flow? Well, um... Don't spend more than you make and use cheap money if you can pay them back timely. That would be my advice. Hmm, I, is there such a thing as cheap money these days with all the interest rates? <laughs> not anymore, really not anymore. Um, but you got to be very disciplined when you are re when you're financing whatever that the business operations or your personal um, needs. That's just my opinion and my belief. Um, it just, you know, I'm not a big advocate as to um, asking for help. I uh, I'm a big believer in save and spend less than you make. I believe in delay the gratification of especially luxury items but mm. i also admire some business owners that they started in their garage and they borrow and to build up their practices um you know and eventually they succeed that they were disciplined enough to pay back the money they borrowed from the sales they brought into the door instead of go out and get it you know, a nice expensive car, they do pay the institutions back and build up practice from the or business from the ground up. I admire that kind of a risk-taking attitude, but with the limited risks of attitude instead of, you know, go all out. It's a calculated risks, I should say. Mm-hmm. No, that makes perfect sense. Right. It's based on the cash flow. When you go and to borrow, 
um, you, you need to know the monthly payments that the institution, the bank require. You look at your cash flow, how much money you generate, you can bring to the door. If you are having a net profit of 2000, your monthly loan payment is 3000. That's a lot of pressure to push up one third of net profits going forward. Um, it can be done, but it just, it just, you know, it just sometimes people don't perform as easy or efficient or better when they were under that kind of target to bring up this net profit. And I'm not talking about sales. Hmm. No, you're talking about bottom line. And uh, so you being an expert in QuickBooks Online, um, what are the things you recommend a client look at to be sure that they have a strong sense of their cash flow, both now and into the future? Well, one thing I do generate for my clients are uh, management reports. The management reports, um, they provide cash flow statements. So the clients can look at how much cash actually brought in. Um, it's different from looking at the bank statements. If you look at bank balance, that's what you have. However, if you have vendors or expenses to pay, the bank account balance doesn't factor that into it. Mm. So, you know, that's why cash flow sounds so basic, but it just, it's a very intriguing. It's a, a business item you must master, you must know, especially when you're in a business, especially if you have employees, you are not only work for your own families, you also provide for your employees and their families. So to know your cash flow well um, is very important. I have to remind the listeners, the audience is just like when we do the personal financial planning, we need to set aside enough reserve for the business. If you are, if your credit terms that you extended to your customers are three months, then you need to have enough cash um, to pay your vendors. Your vendors might not give you a three month to pay them. And some credit terms that they give you, you know, discounts, if you pay at, you know, certain dates, like within 10 days, they give you 2% off. Don't overlook the 2%. It might not seem significant, but they do add up. I was laughing um, with my, my daughter when I was doing math with her. Um, now she knows, you know, purchase a car, it comes with registration and insurance. <laughs> And all that, you know, whole night yard. And then she was very surprised that if, you know, you go to work that uh, there's government that they will take out the taxes and, you know, and all that. So for, um, I told her, I don't get, I don't purchase items unless they're on sale. The only exceptions would be probably groceries. I feel like, you know, your health is very important. 
to you and to your family. Instead of paying the medical bills, I'd rather spend on food items. But nonetheless, when I go shop, if there's something I need or something I want, there are other comparable items there on sale, that's what I go for. So, you know, you, you probably have your um, ideas of savings that you go to Costco's. But one thing um, I wanted to remind you is you might bought more than you need. So eventually you just, you've got it. It's a, a try, um, trying method. You, you try different approaches. You find out what's best to you. Mm-hmm. Um, you are not looking at the total experience expenses like you don't look at your grocery bill looking at you go to whole foods versus you go to costco you kind of also need to look at if you throw half of items from costco's because you're buying bulk but you don't use them all and you went to costco more often then it just it probably won't save you much money if it saves you money so you will look at not each transactions, you will look at maybe monthly bill, for example, you know. That makes a lot of sense. And just like every good home should have, a business should have a budget. They should be looking at their cash flow statements. They should be looking at expenditures, leveraging those 2% possibilities, and then matching up their performance versus the projected budget to catch things very early where either they're working in their favor or perhaps not in their favor, right? <laughs> yes. So just to complete the questions that you asked um, for the business, not only uh, they look at, they look, they are looking at the cash flow, which is one of the management reports. It is avail- it's being made available to CPAs within QuickBooks Online to provide to the clients. There's also another, uh, several reports, and another one is projected cash flow, which is QuickBooks Online, they use, because QuickBooks Online is an online version, they actually use AI to fine tune the product. They do look at the spending patterns and the receivables, and they come up with this, projected cash flow statements. Nonetheless, it, as nice as it is, they still need to be reviewed because they are looking at the patterns of the business, the operations. They pull those information and they project the cash flow or they make other projections. It doesn't mean it's it totally 100% reflect what the business is doing. For uh-huh. example, so it's a predictive model, not an actual model. Right. They they use what you have to predict what you could have, but they didn't take into consideration of what if you lose this client? What if this one-time deal? What if this is promotion the company's doing? What if the vendors just, you know, offer grand opening, offer you the discounts? Those are the things the AI is not going to think for you. So it's great to have a great software because it saves time for inputting. It saves time for you to pull the data, to look at the patterns. Nonetheless, you need to review the outcome, the results, just like you review your tax returns 
to see if it makes sense. If you don't have kids, but somehow you use TurboTax, you answer questions incorrectly. They spit out child tax credit, and you know it's incorrect because <laughs> you have no dependents, mm -hmm. right? And also, um, I think there's some um, vehicles. Um, I don't know yet about for 2022 returns, but if you buy certain electronic vehicles, the government IRS will give you credits. And those kind of things will help with your cash flow. But you need to have cash to purchase this vehicle as well. So it's just everything is like built upon each other. It's like a cycle. Um, and you just need to know where to look. And the, the day and the time is very important because you could have a $10,000 sitting in the bank account. Perhaps because for the car dealerships, they have monthly, quarterly, semi-annually, and annual discount and quota they have to meet. Mm -hmm. So they might have promotions and you might not need to pay your vendors or your employees in a month. So you have 10,000. It's possible you can purchase this vehicle to put on the down pay and while after 15 days, you got paid from your customers, then you have the cash to pay your vendors and your employees. So it's very important about the timing, when the cash is coming in, when the cash is going out. Wonderful. And, you know, I'm thinking about an example. I am redoing my master bedroom and mm -hmm. um, I've been receiving notifications from Home Depot that they're offering 18 months interest free uh, mm -hmm. for any purchases made by today. So guess what? At noon today, I've got the estimator coming in and I'm going to try to book that today so that rather than pulling from my personal cash flow, I can use their money and use it over 18 months with no consequence and pay the same price. Right. And that's yes. what you're suggesting on a business scale. Yes, exactly. You got it, Phil. But word of caution, you, I, I know you, I know you're disciplined and you have a reserve. But for those people, they're just starting out, they have to resist the temptation. If they, you know yourself better. And if you have a business coach like Phil, or if you have a, you know, a close family, closely family friend, prefer not spouse, <laughs> and you have someone hold you accountable, then go for the deal that Phil just mentioned. However, if you cannot, you know you cannot, I would rather you just don't do it. If you know that you will not pay it back, um, then don't. Um, you know, it might not, you might not be able to take advantage of using other people's money, but at least you won't burn the hole on your credits. And that is very important as well. That's right. You know, using things like Outlook and putting something in your calendar that repeats once a month to remind you, hey, you got this interest free opportunity. Now you have to pay it down before 18 months. <laughs> and every month seeing that right before you send out your, your payments is a good trigger, right? Yes, definitely. With great point. Um, so if you are doing that, I was thinking you could set up 
automatic payment, online payment from your bank and pay Home Depot. However, you, <laughs> we are back to our starting point. You need to know your cash flow. <laughs> if you do that, you set it up, but you have no cash there, then the, the money will be bounced, right? Absolutely. So it all comes down to those dollars and cents and properly managing. And Annie, I think you've shared a lot of great pointers with our listeners today. Uh, so I appreciate you as always letting us pick your brain. And for those of you who joined us today, if you got something from today's session, you know, please add some comments to the podcast. Please share with friends, business associates that might benefit from the advice we've shared today. And Annie, thank you again for joining us. Thank you so much, Phil. But lastly, I just it just came to me. I want to offer the listeners right now. It's October 31st. You have two months left. Look at your cash flow. Um, you know, just to remind you, if you miss your last quarterly estimated 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 taxes, it's never too late. Better you pay it, even though you. You're, you're late for 15 days. It's better you pay it. If you need help to estimate your taxes, I'm here to help. Wonderful reminder. And thank you for that, Annie. I will put a link to your calendar into the show notes and make sure that those of you in that situ situation that want some additional help, you'll know how to reach out to Annie. So thank you, Annie. And I will see you for the next episode. You've got it, Phil. Thank you so much.